Are you ABC? I'm ABC. I'm ABC too. It's right. uh, Melanie told me that it's year of the uh, water tiger. Let's see if we could change that. Hold on. What does that mean? Oh, right on time, chef. Look at this. A uh, beer. A, <laughs> it's beer. a beer. Awesome. It's an 8% beer. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You're going to need that for the questions that I have for you. Whoa. These questions are uh, they're crazy. Ah, uh, you know, some of them are a little crazy. I, Not all of them. No, for me. Oh, you want beer. Do you want to drink that whole thing right now? No, I guess not. It's almost 8 o'clock. <laughs> okay. Okay, chef. You're welcome, chef. I love you, chef. Is this enough beer? She wants more. Oh. Well, she's the boss. <laughs> she actually just negotiated us uh, a, 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 a nice big sectional couch. Nice. It's five years old. Looks brand new. Um, Amazing. Thank you, chef. Cheers. So she is the boss. Whoa. <laughs> kind of giddy. Yeah, we just we just got home from that experience actually. Um You're riding high on the negotiation? She crushed it. I just shut my mouth. Um, That's great. It's a great feeling. I mean, it could still fall through. I guess anything could happen, but it's um it was a $900 asker uh, or better our best offer and we went in at 700 and she said 800 and we said or Andrea said seven fifty, and so we closed at seven fifty. We're gonna go. We're gonna go pick it up on Sunday. Cheers! Congra- congratulations! Cheers! I don't have anything, but cheers. Oh, it's just what I wanted—a tasty, sweet treat. Carbon. Yeah. Classic smell. Classic mm-hmm. oven smell. Okay, Doke. Let me uh change my background. Okay. To the water. To the water tiger if we can find it. Mm. Uh, do do you maybe want to turn the T V off? Yeah, can you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> Chef, can you turn the T V off? She's making. Okay, fine, fine. All right, there we go. I'm sorry that was that was unprofessional. It kind of was, yeah, but I wasn't. I wasn't gonna say that, but now that you said it, yeah. Um. So what is the wa- oh there's water. What does water tiger mean? Do we know? I'm not really sure. Uh just was told it's the year of the water tiger, uh the Chinese the the situation the Chinese situation. <laughs> um I have some water-based questions actually. <laughs> Excellent. Wow, can you see the fish, dude? <laughs> 
I can see the fish. That's a nice one. They get a clown, a couple clownfish. I like this one. Um, <laughs> well, anyways, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. I'm glad that you were able to like, be here. Um, on the hell is kicking my ass interview podcast, <laughs> uh, which is which is hard hitting, by the way. Yeah, we're we're really uh, we're getting into the stuff that matters. All right, um, let's let's get into it. Uh, you want you want us you want how how do you want to start? You want a softball, or let's let's start with a softball. This is one. This is a water one. Um, <laughs> this is a water one. Um, they were all water ones. That'd be they're so not, funny. They're not all water ones, but there's a few. Right. Um, any interest in scuba diving? Yeah, actually, I uh, mm. I have scuba dived. And oh, I, really? And I, yeah, I I think I've told the story before, but um, barbecue sauce. Uh, so <laughs> like dinner is on, chef. Anyways, um. We were in Colorado and we were like, uh, I don't know, my adventure, my adventure uncle, you know what I mean? Was, mm-hmm. um, was like, let's go scuba diving and we'll get you certified to go scuba diving. I was like, oh, okay, sure. And, uh, I was like a small, I was just a waif of a boy and, um, oh, wow. Oh my God. This is insane. Thank you, chef. Wow. This is crazy. I got eggs, beans, and and tater tots <laughs> there you go this. can you see no not with the green screen no okay fine anyways all right it's, i can i can visualize it it's what it it's what it it's what it sounds like um so we went in the pool and i have all of this gear on scuba gear mm-hmm. and they're like here's how you do it da, 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 da. and i go down to the bottom by pressing a button and sinking like a stone and then i freak out like i can't remember something so i i inflate to go back to the surface to ask a <laughs> I go back to the surface to ask a, a stupid question and then they get the answer oh okay and back to the bottom and i'm like oh fuck i'm like back to the surface to ask a question and like five minutes in i'd used all my air Mm. doing that shit and so it's like okay it's time for you to get out of the pool and everyone else got to scuba dive for like another 45 minutes at the bottom of the pool oh man that kind of sucks that your only scuba diving experience um yeah Uh, because i had demonstrated a comprehensive ineptitude uh yeah that's true that's probably good that you they cut they like they cut you off right there because you know scuba diving could get pretty bad i'm banned if you're uh if you're inept i'm banned from the ocean's depths good you don't need to see any of that shit down there there's some interesting stuff but it's not interesting enough in my opinion Um, i'll just wait to read the report from james cameron yeah i mean he's the he knows what he's doing. He's the expert. He's the Did expert. He sold that thing after he after he built it and and went down. What a fucking asshole. Well, he he got what he wanted out of it, so uh I personally not really any 
interest in scuba diving. Um, just seems a little too scary for me. Um, let's see, what next? These are not in any order, so I'm going to have to like look at them and think about what order I want them to be in. Um, it's your world, Chef. Thank you. Uh, so let's do with an, another another softball and kind of a throwback to the last one uh, when we were talking about canals. Mm. Um, you know, we discussed the Panama and the Suez Canal a little bit. That was a great topic. Are you there? Oh, we ran out of luck. You froze for a oh, second. Oh, you froze too. Okay. So going back to the canals, um, fuck, Mary kill, Erie, Suez, Panama. Kill the Erie. Uh, fuck the Panama, marry the Suez. Yeah, that's the right answer. That's my answer too. I feel Hell like that's yeah. Kinda, Hell yeah. I, I feel like that's pretty... I kind of feel like that one's an obvious one, but... Um, you you got to be a moron if you answer it any other way. I mean, maybe, maybe someone's way. got something like kind of kinky going on with the Erie Canal, but I've never really... Never no. had thought, thoughts about it, really. No. It's already pretty much dead as far as as far as far I know. Um, do they still use it? I assume they still use it. You don't hear about it, though. No, you don't hear about it. It's an um, artifact. Yeah, I mean it was impo- it was it was probably the one to fuck and or marry there for I don't know seventy five years hundred years. It was a sexy piece of ass back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. What's your favorite Lethal Weapon film? Uh, I think I've only seen four. <laughs> is that, Ooh, is that that's like not really, a good one. Is that embarrassing? To, is that do I? Jesus Christ, is it working here? I don't even I don't even think I've seen four. They're I old. That's not a good one. Well, it's the it's like the newest one or the second newest one. I'm pretty sure it's four. There's definitely good, four. Though. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. I the think it was an airplane was... film for me, Chef. I think I saw it on the airplane. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense actually. Uh you wanna know the most fucked up airplane film that I saw? We were flying the 9/11 to... movie. That would be very fucked up, but no, that wasn't it. Um, we were flying to Vancouver mm-hmm. to get on a cruise ship to go on an Alaskan cruise, mm-hmm. and the in-flight entertainment was Speed 2. <laughs> Hijacker movie. Uh, he hijacks a cruise ship. So This cruise ship can't slow down. Yeah, that was not... That was not a good. Was there like pick a for them? Was there like a situation where like they had to avoid like a reef or something? Dude, oh, I want to watch that actually. I like cruise ship movies. Yeah, I'm a pretty big fan of boat movies in general. Um, island movies, also, I like those. I'm pro island. I'm pro boat. I like. Boat um, I think I told you that I'm not going to see the new Air Cool Poirot uh, film, even though I think it could be. Probably, it's probably really good. But as I mentioned last week, I don't see Gal Gadot vehicles. Okay. I didn't know. I don't know anything about the movie. Um, I mean, have you heard of Poirot? Have you heard of, am I pronouncing it right? The detective po- guy? Yeah, Poirot. Yeah. Poirot? 
I think that's how Americans say it. Pierrot. Poirot. Poirot. El cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I know about the old ones. I didn't know they were making another one, but I guess that makes sense, doesn't it? It's, it's called like something on the Nile. Something on the Nile. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm a pretty big fan of um, like boat entertainment in general. Just all, 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 all forms. Books, movies, video games, music, all good. Music? TV shows. I couldn't name you like a boat music off a the boat top of my music. head. But oh, I it's have out, I, I it's have out there. What? What about, well, this is vaguely boat related, but what about um, Port of Miami, Rick Ross? That's pretty good. He definitely raps about boats on that he one. definitely raps. That's, there are music videos featuring boats. Very nice boats. Prominently featuring All right, my favorite Lethal Weapon film, probably two, just big Joe Pesci fan. That's the one where he comes in. Mm, uh, I should see that. Oh, I yeah, it's Joe great. Pesci. Yeah, everybody, like, every every movie that Joe Pesci is in is worth watching, even if it's not good, just because it's Joe Pesci, man. He's a good actor. He's great. And you know what's crazy about Joe Pesci is that, like, Raging Bull was, like, his first real acting job. That's, like, my first directing job being like citizen kane yeah coming out the gate with citizen kane yeah yeah joe pesci he was in like some like tv movie i think like in like 1974 and then they were like you know five years later they were like we should get this pesci guy for raging bull you know who's really good at raging bull robert de niro check his performance out in that movie he is if you get a chance check his performance out he is really good in it the, um, the, the wife is really good too I forget what her name was But she was also pretty much a non-actress before Like, Yeah pretty I feel much bad her... I can't remember Because she was very good Yeah I, I feel bad I don't think she was in a whole lot after that She might have died pretty fast <laughs> After that I think <laughs> I she could be totally in, wrong She fell into a public pool Yeah and didn't have her scoop gear on Rest in peace Um Hold on, let's see if there's what are more water ones. There's kind of a food one. Let's okay. This is kind of this is a good transition. It's kind of a food one, kind of a water one. Um, I love these eating, water questions. You're eating dinner, so that works. Um, I got a I got another food one too. Um, excuse me, it's awful. So so why don't you like shrimp? What's what's the deal? They're like bugs, aren't they? Yeah. That's it, though? It's not like a texture thing, just purely mental bugs? They're like, they're armored. You know, it feels like you're eating something forbidden. Like, I shouldn't be able to access this. It's behind, like, a gate. Isn't that kind of part of the appeal, though? Oh, I see what you mean. Do you like crab? I mean, I feel like I'm defying God or something, you know what I mean? Do I like crab? Yeah, but I've never eaten crab out of the shell, either. I've only eaten crab meat. And like shrimp Whoa. meat, shrimp meat is wonderful. But just navigating the beast, like when I like I, I see, um, I've been watching this new show called uh, Takeout with Lisa Ling on HBO, and it's about the history of Asian American. Uh, it's about the way that oftentimes Asian American cuisine also is right in line with the history of Asian Americans in, in the United States. 
And um, they talk about Filipinos being actually the first Asian Americans to move to be in the United States. Really? In Louisiana. They were the Manila men jumped off of Spanish galleons uh, and uh, made their way doing shrimping because that's what they did in in the Philippines. They're talented shrimp people. And um, and then, so they do these like shrimp boils, you know? Yeah. And um, anyway, I look at those prawns and, and I think about having to get past the legs and the armor and the head. And it's just a little... I'm a little finicky about it, I guess. Okay. I like the taste of shrimp. It's not like my favorite taste. It's a little bit on the fishy side, it's, but I really like it in like a ceviche where it's masked a little bit by a little bit of uh, some acid and citrus. Um, but um, but yeah, like the whole shrimp thing, I just need to get better at it, I think. I just need to find good shrimp that's mm-hmm. cooked well and, and sink my teeth into it. Uh, it's something I'm actively working on, Chef. I'm happy to hear that because it's one of my favorite foods. A lot and, of people think uh, it's like their favorite food. It's not my favorite food, but it's one of my favorite foods. Okay. Um, Wait, did you go to Pesh? No. <laughs> you didn't make it to Pesh? Nope, never did. Okay. Uh, that's a restaurant for listeners who may not be aware of the Chicago culture scene. <laughs> well, you, Louisiana, New Orleans, right? Is it in New Orleans? It's in New Orleans, what, chef. Pesh? Oh shit. Pesh. What am I thinking of in Chicago? Don't know. Parachute. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, it's different. That, yeah, it's different. No, I mean, we only went to a couple. We didn't go to that. We, I mean, we, we went to two nice places, like two nice places in New Orleans and then just a couple like whatever places for lunch. Were you planning on going to Pesh? I mean, that's how I learned about it, as you said something. Did I say something? You did? Maybe. Hmm. No, we were all about Antoine's and Commander's Palace. Antoine's. Commander's Palace. You said you said Commander's Palace. Commander's Palace, I would... Uh, one of the best meals of my life. Really, truly amazing. I had extremely high expectations. Yeah. And it, and it really, honestly, blew the expectations out of the water. It was really, really fucking good. That's badass, man. It was great. Beautiful restaurant, too. And they, like, take you to, like, the waiting room, or at least where they had us wait for a little bit. So we kind of, we had, like, eight people. They, like, take you through the kitchen to this bar. So you're, like, walking through the kitchen to get to the bar, which is cool. That's very cool. Yeah. But yeah, shrimp one of my one of my favorite foods. I uh, I don't want to peel them every time, but I do like to peel them. I like to suck the heads, and I want to like I want to get to the point where I'm comfortable enough to suck the heads. The juice in the head, even if you don't suck the head, the juice in the head really flavors the meat of the shrimp if you cook it head on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's like markedly different. You can definitely tell. Um. But interesting, like all other shellfish, if you have to like actually peel them yourself, are much more difficult than shrimp. It's definitely the easiest one to get to like handle yourself. Interesting. Oysters What's, are much harder. Oysters are so hard. Uh, 
crab, lobster, crawdads, definitely more difficult than shrimp. Clams, I guess, are not that hard because you pretty much just cook them and then they open up. We're going to get some oysters for Valentine's Day. Very romantic. And then we're going to fuck. No, I'm just kidding. Well, we might. That Ooh, might not yeah. be a joke. That might be. That might actually really happen. Well, I mean, it's Valentine's Day, so I hope you do. Andrea is laughing. <laughs> if you don't, after oysters, I'm going to be like, what's going on over there? Yeah, I couldn't seal the deal with oysters. <laughs> we're going to do oysters and champagne, and we're, we're going to watch TV. <laughs> yeah, on Valentine's Day. Wait, wait, wait. Do you have any recommendations for purchasing and... You know, I want to purchase them on the day, but then I feel like they're going to like wait around for a couple of hours. Like I'm going to maybe purchase them over lunch and we're not going to eat them until four or five. Do you have any recommendations for that? Uh, I don't know. Do a little research. I think that you just want to make sure they're on ice and I don't think you want to put them in the fridge. I don't think we do want to put them in the fridge. I think we want to put them in a bowl with ice. Ice. Yeah. And just let them chill for like a couple hours but i'm when i buy i, I don't it's buy oysters maybe we'll open the window just kind of there you go keep i don't buy window. oysters very often and when i do i pretty much have just eaten them as soon as i've gotten them home so yeah i mean honestly and i could do that like i could duck i could duck out at like four and just like struggle with rush hour valentine's day traffic but i really yeah really don't, don't want to chef you don't need to do that we'll figure it out all right Last meal. Two ways. One. Last meal? Last wow. meal. Two ways. First, with restrictions, meaning like you get like a dish, just like a singular thing or like one thing with the side, you know? Yeah. You can't go crazy. You can't order whatever you want. A singular dish. What would it be? Um, well, I mean, uh, I'm not like... Uh, I'm not like a dreamer, you know, like whatever I want. I, I have trouble with that. As you've seen on Twitter, I just like don't know how to answer those questions. Um, okay. I will say like something that I really like and that would just make me feel sort of blissed out probably because I'm about to die. Yeah. Um, last dish. Oh, man. What's a blissed out thing? What's When am I most blissed out? Do I get do I get lactate? Sure, yeah. Okay. Um, you could, it can it be a last be like, dish that you can enjoy that you can enjoy without repercussions. It might be like carbonara, like a really nice carbonara. Nice with farfalle, because that's the way we used to do it when I was a kid. It probably have gluten in it if it's my last dish. Yeah. Oh man, I have to think outside outside the box here. Chicken Kiev. What dumplings? Dumplings? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Soup dumplings. Oh. Ch- Chinese soup. Uh, from what region? Uh, yeah. Soup dumplings. Know. Yeah, that might That's... be it. That might be it. That might be it. Actually, but I've never had them. I don't think I've ever had them. So like that would be like a risk. I could be like, fuck, I don't like them. Yeah, I could I don't burn know if my I would tongue. Do that. I could be like upset. Yeah. So that'd be, but let's go with, let's just go with, um, um, just pasta carbonara. That's a good one. I like that answer. 
Thank you, Chef. And uh, maybe, can I have a glass of something? Can I have a beverage? Yeah, absolutely. Um, with my pasta carbonara. You know what? Uh, a humble glass of, of, of high quality Chianti. That fits very well. What an excellent Ta- pairing. Table wine with my guanciale. Yeah. Red. <laughs> that could be very nice. That sounds really nice. That sounds good. I might want to make that tomorrow. I don't know. I feel like that would like bring me down to like... You'd mellow out. You'd be ready to die. I'm going to die. Yeah. Yeah. A little wine to take the edge off. You're full of pasta. Your your senses have slowed down a little bit. You're fatty, sluggish. The cheese fatty. hit. You got yeah. the the serotonin going hard. That'd be really nice. I mean, that that's honestly nice. the more I, the more I think about it, the better it sounds as the last meal. Um, in like in a bigger way than like a meal that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. So I commend I commend you for that answer. Very impressive. But answer, you said actually. there's a there's a part two. Yeah. So there's a part two. Mm-hmm. Uh, last meal. You can go fucking nuts. You can get whatever you want. As like, it can. I can it, go dummy. It can be just a Frankenstein meal. You know, <laughs> it doesn't have to make any sense. Just like your fa- all your favorite shit. <laughs> like whether or not I could eat it is like completely whether or not immaterial. you could eat it. Yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, maybe orange chicken from Panda Express. Um, okay. Like uh, a McDouble from McDonald's. Fuck yeah. Maybe a pint of Haagen Dazs could be just about mm. any flavor. Maybe Dulce de Leche. That's what it's been hitting lately. The coffee's been hitting lately for me. Do you get the caffeine rush when you when you eat the coffee ice cream? No. No, I feel like no. I used to get the rush. Maybe I'm just making. Maybe it's a placebo effect. It very well could be. A shot of sambuca. Mm. Yeah. Um, I want a shot of sambuca. I'm going to buy a bottle of sambuca, I think. We've been watching this show called, uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's called Secret Eaters, but I call it Fat Ass Britons. And mm-hmm. it's a show about, <laughs> it's a show about how British people are gaining weight almost as fast as Americans are, basically. Like, number two in the world for, like, reaching a higher percentage of obesity. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they talk to people who are overweight. And the people are just like, I don't know why. Like, I eat healthy. I think I'm... Everybody who's overweight, this is what the show leads me to believe. As a pretty thin person myself, I just want to say... I, I don't judge anybody for being overweight. Um, I don't have any animosity towards people who, who are overweight at all. Um, but the show, the show points out that uh, a lot of people basically think that they're kind of like a, a medical mystery... They think they okay. have slow metabolism or something along these lines. Instead of and just the fact that they're a fat ass? They just eat a lot of food. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, 5,000 calories a day kind of thing. <laughs> so so then they literally put What's cameras. going on with me? <laughs> oh, I can't figure it out. They, dude, they showed this woman making a salad, and she chopped up like some, let's call them like Mediterranean-like salad vegetables, you know? And then she takes like tahini out of the cupboard and is mm-hmm. like putting in one spoonful, which is 200 calories, by the way another spoonful and then she tastes it as if like hmm is this like enough tahini another spoonful tastes it again another spoonful and then it shows what it looks like on her plate and it looks like porridge basically it looks Ugh. like a tahini porridge with like vegetables suspended in them 
And it's like, did you really need to like taste that to, to know? Anyways, so it's about people who just, you know, uh, to, to, to some degree are probably mindlessly eating um, and they follow them around. Uh, anyways, where was I going with this? Oh, a lot of them like to go to the bar and drink like a thousand calories worth of alcohol as well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes a couple times a week, sometimes more than a couple times a week, unfortunately. And uh, they love Sambuca in in Britain. That's like a big it's, like shot it's over there. It's a, it's a very, it's like pretty popular as a shot, I think, with uh, Britain's larger people. So anyway. Um, Sambuca is pretty th- popular in our family. I've been thinking of Sambuca lately. Let me round this meal out with a dessert. The chocolate coffee cake that my mom used to make at the bakery growing up. Mm. Uh, it really, and an, 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 I've never seen any product like it. It's more, it's like a arugula kind of thing. Uh, lots of layers and ch- chocolate and chips and, you know, this kind of laminated kind of quality. A German uh, pastry, basically, and, and it's just out of this fucking world. And um, got a lot of fond memories eating it. And uh, that would be my last, that would be my last thing. Chocolate coffee cake from uh, from Country Made Bakery. Wonderful. Going uh, great question. Real... I enjoyed Thank that, you. Jeff. Thank you very Thank much. You. you took me uh, on a, a trip. Going back to the salad thing, really quick. That reminded me of um, like I don't know, like early two thousands, perhaps uh, when it's probably when you know the culture, the American culture at large, kind of started to get a little more. Uh, cognizant of like eating healthier i think you know yeah because cry um, for the straight guy was on tv yeah that, that probably had a big big part to do with it but anyway <laughs> my at, <laughs> in that period of time uh you know everyone's like yeah yeah you eat salads eat salads they're good for you it'll help yeah. you lose weight you know so i remember like going and eating eating dinner with my dad one night and you know just normal meal both got our salad both got our entree you know and then like afterwards he was like you know i've been hearing all this stuff about salads and and i've been i've been i've been eating a lot of salads lately but i'm not losing any weight (laughs) and i was like and i was like so like you're you're eating like you're you're eating salads for dinner and stuff. And he was like, yeah, I'm eating salads with dinner. And I was like, with so dinner. What's so what's you're eating, what you, you're eating what you normally eat and you're adding a salad. And he was like, yeah, it's good for you. It's supposed to help you lose weight. And I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, no man, like this, <laughs> that's, that's not how it works. But we watched um, an episode of fat ass Britons today where there was, um, these two ladies that thought that your metabolism was higher after the gym so you could like really throw it down go, go crazy so uh-huh. they'd get home after like being at the gym for an hour doing their jazzercise and they'd like smash a box of profiteroles <laughs> and it's and and then they meet with this dietitian who's like no it's like it's like a subtraction thing it's like you know the number of calories <laughs> that's you put in it is, has to this be is a, this one here actually is a zero-sum game it like literally is just a it's like a, it's, a, it's a math problem really <laughs> so that was really funny and she was like what i didn't know that and like you have to wonder 
Like, did you? I mean, I, I don't know. I, the way that she, uh, she seemed trustworthy, uh, I don't know what to tell you, except for the fact that she's a secret eater. Well, not completely trustworthy then. It's a good show. You should check this show out. It's on YouTube. Again, I have like nothing against uh, overweight people whatsoever. I know this is like probably I mean, offensive, <clears throat> like coming from I don't a have... rail thin guy, but it's like... Um, I don't have anything against overweight people either. I have a shitload against the British, though. So yeah, exactly. I'm a little I'm more probably, comfortable making fun of their I, overweight people. I'm, I'm not probably, really making fun of them either. I mean, I'm. I don't. They all don't get help, really, and they all lose a lot of weight. They basically learn that if you just like eat less, <laughs> like it just weight. falls the fuck off, and they all lose like 15 pounds. They lose like a stone. A stone is like 14 pounds. They all lose like a stone, and then some in like the next five to ten weeks. It's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah, my deal is I really just don't want to watch British TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. It, I don't like it. I don't like any of it, really. It doesn't work on me. I'm not going to judge you for that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Even if you did, it would just roll off my back like water off a duck. To our British listeners, fuck keep, you. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I mean... <laughs> Uh, there's. Pro- I don't think we have a lot of British listeners. It's probably I'll just. Tell you, I'll tell you it's what. Probably, it's probably just Elliot if he listens to this. Uh, yeah. Elliot, don't. No, I'm Big not. Big up, Elliot. Massive, you're, mate. You're 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 great. You know I love you. I will say this about the British. I wish them the best. I wish them the best. Um. Okay, I got a couple political questions here. Not, Whoa, we're done with water questions. We're done with water and food questions. I think that's all the food questions. Um. Yeah, that's all the food questions. Political. So I mean, not big time political. Just Ooh. just a couple just a couple of questions. Um All right. <clears throat> you're in you're in Singapore. Somebody offers you weed, like a bag of weed. Yeah. Do you take it? No, cops probably, right? They're the cops. I mean, first of all, No, no, no. Okay. So the pers- drugs. They're it's a friend, you know them. It's a friend. They're giving you weed in Singapore. Do you? Take I don't know, it? man. If you get busted for weed in Singapore, exactly, you, you, you could really. Uh, they cut your. They cut your hands off. Do they really? I know no. that you. As an American, <laughs> it's probably not as bad as if you're a citizen, but you you have now found yourself in a pile of bullshit uh, that is no. It's I hard, think that like it's hard to educate yourself from. Uh, possession of even like minor amounts of illicit drugs in Singapore is like it's not year, good. It's like years in prison. It's not good. No, I don't. I'm not really interested. I don't. I don't really need to smoke weed so much. Um, cool. Good. That that it would like get me in trouble in those countries. I've been in those countries with people who who really do need to to smoke weed fairly regularly, basically mm-hmm. for their own just well being and no judgment there. And they've had to do dangerous things to get it. And I'm yeah, not interested not in that good. life. That's really bad. You don't want to do anything illegal in a foreign country. Besides, man, I think being in Singapore is like being stoned already. It's like, wow. It's like, wow. They eat like, like there's whoa. like China, there's like Malaysians, Chinese, and Indians here all at once. And they whoa, like get along. This is like a whoa. city sprung up in a jungle. It's on an island. It's like a city state, dude. Uh, it's and a, they fucking. It's like fucking, the gateway to Asia. Home ownership is widespread. This is crazy. This is Everyone crazy. owns a home. This everybody, everybody owns their own home. Oh, they're so educated here, and they have a, they have really good educations. And a lot of people, the streets are so clean. Whoa, wow. Whoa. 
Yeah. Don't you always hate that when every when you're like, oh, how was how was Singapore? And they're like, oh, it's such a clean city. Like, who gives a fuck? I don't care about that. I don't care. Have you ever oh, you've been to New York clean. City though, right? And you've like seen how fucking filthy that fucking city is. Like everything's just covered in grime. Yeah, it's pretty <sighs> dirty. It's a dirty city, dude. Uh, it makes Chicago looks like goddamn sterile compared to that shit. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. I wouldn't want to live in it. You know, typically when you have clean cities in foreign countries, it's because it's like some kind of scary police state. Unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Even even like uh, like Rome, not not really a clean city. The Nasty. tourist parts are the tourist parts are clean, obviously, but. Uh, Kigali is a very clean city. It's kind of a sterile city because if you step out of line, I think they just beat you in a room somewhere. Mm. Well, that's, that's my belief. It's kind of a one-party state. That's uh, that's how my mom kept the house clean when I was lo- when I was younger. You know. Yeah, she sent you outside, pick a switch, <laughs> beat my ass. You're like, do I get the thick one or the thin one? Yeah. Can't win, really. I'll tell you that. It's a puzzle you cannot solve. Nah, she wasn't really a corporal punishment thing it was more of a psychological punishment type home she'd just be disappointed uh, in you or she'd be ashamed of yeah you? <clears throat> yeah disappointment and ashamed that um sucks. a lot of times to like really probably better than corporal punishment though in the long run mm, i don't know those people are kind of messed up with all due respect to people that grew up and i'm not homes. I, i'm not messed up <laughs> <laughs> you know you know me you know me pretty well man um have you ever been to therapy uh yeah yeah i've been to therapy um actually i don't really want to get into it uh, on the podcast right now (laughs) but i've been actually it's funny i've been i don't want to talk about that i don't (laughs) it's funny you mention it i don't really want to talk about on the podcast right now uh but in the last few weeks i've been very convicted that i need to go to therapy pretty soon oh cool um i would talk uh, about that with you if you wanted to off yeah we can on air we can talk about it i don't want to talk about it on the podcast um okay because it's uh That'd be cool if you did. Yeah, it's it's personal. Maybe you know. Maybe after really? a little. Maybe after a little <laughs> therapy, I could. Uh, I'd be comfortable talking about it on the podcast. But right now, I don't really want to. I think Taylor today was talking about the intersection between going to therapy and starting a podcast, <laughs> in his way where he kind of like breaks everything down and like you know explores like how, the absurdity. Anyways, I just thought it'd be funny if you like your your therapist was like your co. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, do you do you mind um your co-podcaster? Do you mind being my therapist? Um the podcast is switching gears. This is the no. Well, maybe. I still owe you $50 from the last time. I said you could Venmo request me $50, but you never did. I want it to um, be like a more interesting time, but I'm going to request that when I'm like overdrawn my account. <laughs> so yeah, if you I'm ever like s- see it, just just send it, okay? Uh, okay, I will. I will. Um, yeah, I would. Yeah, keep that one in the back pocket. Don't send it to me right now, um, because <laughs> I, I'm because I'm not because I'd overdraw your account. Uh, because I'm not working right now. You're so not working. <clears throat> still doing all my onboarding stuff. So you know, in a couple, in a few weeks, once I get uh, like a paycheck, <clears throat> then the, then go ahead whenever you want. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. Anyway, let's next one. Let's get into it. The Basque Country. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on it? F Spain. Um, not, no, not Spain. The Basque Country. The Basques. Yeah, I mean, I think that they should have independence. 
I think sometimes they're kind of annoying about it. Okay, don't. I just want to be. We're not talking about Catalonians. Oh, we're talking about the Basque Country. We're talking oh, yeah, about yeah. the Basque Country in the north. In the north, that straddles. You know, I've never been San Sebastian. San Sebastian. That straddles Spain, been. Spain and France. Yeah, neither have I. I flew. I kind of. Oh, well, I what flew do I over think about Spain. It? It's probably really nice. But it's, it's weird, right? Like, it's probably like Kentucky. I you know? I think it looks much nicer than Kentucky, but I've never been to Kentucky. Kentucky looks really nice. Don't get is it twisted. beautiful? Oh, is it's it beautiful. In, it's ridiculous. Is the food um, good in Kentucky? Yeah. Um, probably not as good as the Basque Country. Probably not. Uh, so what do I think about it? It's they like go to weird, San, right? It's weird. They go to San Sebastian and they go to their the they go to the Basque Country and uh, um. The sun also rises, don't they? Mm, yes. Is it the past? Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have like too much. Only, I mean, honestly, I don't think about the Basque country, the Basques. It kind of, it kind of crops up in my mind every now and again. Positives or positives or negatives? Just kind like mostly positive, but also just kind of like a, what's going on with that. I think like if I could just be there right now, I would do that. Like I'd I'd be interested in doing it, but it's like yeah. not high on the list, man. Yeah. It's weird that uh, like I'll tell you what, uh, if I was in Spain and I was traveling around, it would it would be high on it my list. It would definitely San be on Sebastian the list, would be sure. high on my list. Um the weird thing is like uh the language is very old and like not related to any of the other languages and people like mm. people like just they just don't know they're like what's the root of this language and most and people are like ah, i don't know i don't know we don't really know does nobody know like a guy's probably some guy probably knows i don't think anybody knows oh that's like, cool it's kind of crazy is that from it's the wikipedia like, page i'm sure it's yeah hey, i'm sure a lot of this is from wikipedia man uh and travel shows um yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll look up like Rick Steves, the Basque Country. So I have YouTube TV. Anthony Bourdain does a San Sebastian. He has a San Sebastian show. Oh, I can watch that too, probably on YouTube TV. Everything is on there. It's this amazing cloud-based streaming platform, and uh, it's just got everything. There's a cool show on right now that's about a guy traveling by train through Vietnam. His name's oh like yeah, Luke. the Luke Wen. Yeah, I've been watching Luke that a little Wen. bit. Well, you yeah. have been watching that. Yeah, it's on. Uh, so I just have Sling TV, which is like Sling, Sling. Yeah, which is like I'm ready mini, to. I'm ready to watch like that mini, show a little bit. Mini cable. He's he's kind of annoying, but it's in, it's interesting. Oh, interesting. He's not my favorite host. Okay, but well, but, Vietnam, but Vietnam's very interesting. So, but you can go to YouTube TV and there's all this video on demand. It's amazing. Like the other day, I wanted to watch Island Hunters, which is the show about people who are trying to buy an island, and it's like God, total dream, hunters. total dream of mine. And it, Andrea really, really didn't like it. And she didn't like it so much that I didn't like it. And so I turned it off. You know, my um, my previous stepdad, uh, Doug. Rest he, in peace. Uh, no, he's still alive. Oh, okay. Um, he's, Doug, Doug's still kicking. Haven't seen him in a decade, but he's still alive. It's a blessing. Yeah. Uh, miss you, Doug. Love you. Um, he owned an island cool yeah it was a fucking shitty ass island in the middle of of corpus christi bay with a shack cool. on it with a shack on it for fishing and oh, it was cool 
it was it's literally like the kind of thing that gets hurt by like a hurricane <laughs> yeah no literally like a shack with a generator on it and it's just like a flat fucking sand bank that's barely above the water and all the, all the way around it is just mud up to your fucking dick it's like that movie key largo from the 1950s didn't see anyway that check that one out it's good they get holed okay. up in a hotel who is it it's humphrey bogart and what's her face anyway not like elizabeth taylor but like somebody of that ilk and uh prestige oh and, and there's like a gangster that's holed up in the hotel too running uh, from the cops and a hurricane's about to hit so it's this sort of like tense Dude, situation that sounds that sounds like my kind of thing even though i don't usually watch movies black and white and it's a beautiful it's no it's like a noir basically i think you'd really like it key largo check it out you can find it free all over the place okay. anyway uh i think it's the thing about islands is that a lot of them are really in really shitty condition yeah like dogs yeah it sucked dogs island <laughs> dogs <laughs> island <laughs> absolutely like shit I, I, I can say like Texas. without a doubt like without a doubt the shittiest island i've ever been to yeah okay um not that i've been to like a lot but i've been to my fair share you know it's definitely the worst mm-hmm. all right moving on this is this is a little this is more of a this is a more pointed political one okay um do you think that the United States will cease to exist in its present form within our lifetimes? Mm, I really doubt it. I mean, that would require some kind of like dramatic exchange of power, right? Like you have to understand that like the way things are benefit the people and power or else they would change it. So, yeah. And they have been able to very successfully maintain I mean, look at senators who have been senators for 60 fucking years. It's a perfect it's a perfect um it's proof and you know that 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 they're very good at keeping things the way they want it to be. So the federalist the state system seems to work very well. Um I, I really don't think so, dude. Like, it, it, what, first of all, I have trouble imagining what it would be. Uh, any kind of border issues, any kind of border changes, for example, if there's, here's a likely outcome or one of the more likely outcomes that the, the United States fractures into a number of economic zones. Well, how would that mm-hmm. benefit the, how would that benefit power players as it stands today? It wouldn't. It would create all of these different, tariffs and essentially it would increase the cost of doing business for the billionaires right and they don't want that i mean just look at the fact that they won't even like give raises of like more than three cents to their their employees and stuff you know like so it's just like it's obvious that they don't want even a slight change imbalance i mean they won't even they won't even placate um unionizing employees to sort of keep peace that they're willing for it to get very bad before they give up any power so my belief is that it's going to stay like this until i mean fucking forever i don't even think it's going to change if power changes hands either i mean i think we have the 50 united states and it's going to stay that way maybe maybe dc gains statehood or maybe puerto rico but that would be a political puerto rico is never gaining statehood 
see, that would be a political thing that someone would do, and it wouldn't, I mean, the Democrats don't want to do it, and the Republicans certainly don't want to do it, so I really have no idea who would do it. I think that, that there's a chance that there's a black swan event uh, towards progressivism, right? The same way that Trump was kind of a black swan event. Is, am I using the right term? Black swan event? Uh, I don't know. I, it, you and, might be, but I've never heard of it. So an, an outsized, an outsized, a, a, a sort of outlier um, event with outsized impact on the course of events. So is it called a black swan? It's basically Taleb, right, that came up with the idea. I don't really know shit about politics stuff, like people. A black swan th- event is a metaphor that describes an event that comes as a surprise, has a major effect, and is often inappropriately rationalized after the fact with the benefit of hindsight. So there could be a black swan event in which a political player does something for, the, essentially, uh, that are against his or her interests. But I mean, like, I don't know. Is we think Bernie would would do something like that for Puerto Rico? I don't think so. If Bernie wouldn't do it, I don't see who would. So, anyway, that's kind of my take on the matter. I, I really I'm not like a political commentator. Um, I, yeah. I, I don't stay completely up on it. But as far as uh, as far as I mean, that's my take. Like, you have to just understand how how power is allocated and preserved and that for the people Mm -hmm. in power the preservation of that power and of money especially wealth is like literally more important than anything else i mean you know like if you were a billionaire wouldn't you just chill and then look at like the Koch brothers how much effort they expend to do what to win the culture war like it doesn't even seem like it benefits them but obviously it does so it's one of these things where like I'm not a billionaire because I'm not psychotically minded like they are. But if they are, you have to understand what it's what it's like for a psychotically minded person to have unlimited power and resources. So yeah, if I was they, a billionaire, if I was a billionaire, if I was a billionaire, I'd be uh, out. Shit, yeah. Even if I had like ten million dollars, uh, I would, gone. I would, I would, I would fuck off forever. I would fuck right off. I would be gone. I wouldn't even spend it frivolously, probably. No, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I do some prudent things and then fuck off forever. Mm. Did you hear about those guys that stole access to or Bitcoin worth four point five billion dollars? Yeah, I saw They're it. Like I, didn't I didn't read. I didn't read anything about it because I don't give a fuck. Don't but. read. Who gives a fuck? But they. They. I just don't understand why you would steal that much. Like you're going to get caught with that much. You could steal so much less and get away with it. And yeah, that's still I, like I, a sizable sure. amount. Like you probably steal a hundred million dollars and they wouldn't even come after you. I don't know, but 4.5 billion, they're going to come after you. It's anyway, a lot of money. That's how I feel about the United States. I think that as long as it seems to work for the, I mean, I don't know. I think it's I think it's it's not going anywhere fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to just wanted to see what your take on it was. Like the we're South this, is not going to rise again. Texas is not going to secede. It's just not going to happen. Right now, it benefits people to have open borders as far as the freedom to move and work, and also, um, excuse me, 
internal borders, I mean, uh, and, and, and exchange right. goods and services without uh, too many levied taxes. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. We're of the same mind. All right, moving on. Mm -hmm. uh, do you believe in the Big Bang? Uh, yeah, but as far as what happened before that, I, I'm open-minded. I, I don't know that it, I don't know that it was literally nothing for w what period of time, you know what I mean? I yeah. think the Big Bang could have been one in a series of Big Bangs. I don't know how far apart those were. So, but I mean, there's a lot of scientific evidence to point to an event such as the Big Bang. Um, there just happens to be a lot of like things that kind of agree Right. So, yeah. But then you kind of get into a lot of this science, a lot of this weird, like going like the science, like, oh, OK, we're, we've done the science to explain this and then we we're taking it further and it doesn't make any sense. So we're making up like dark energy and dark matter and shit I mean, those like are this. theories they're not making them up. Right. Like, I, I, I guess a theory is made yeah, up. But it's, it's made up. Well, it's a construct like a that's lot. it's a construct that serves a purpose, right? Because it allows us right. to do something other than sitting around and scratching our balls about it, about something we don't know the answer to. So I think that there's a benefit to having some theories. Uh, luckily, it's not my problem. I'm not being paid to it's come not. up with these theories, so I'm not that interested. But I will say that there seems to be a lot of evidence that points to something towards the Big Bang. The fact that there was nothing, and then now all of a sudden there's a lot of things. Don't buy it at all. I don't, don't know buy if that it's, at all. I just don't know how much that impacts me. I mean, the fact that I'm alive is kind of a horror that I have to deal with, right? It's like something I didn't uh, sign on to do. So it seems to be a lot of benefits. It seems to be a lot of cons as well. Being alive? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Seems to be a kind of a gift, but like but but like I didn't I wasn't in on I, I wasn't in on the conversation, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't sat yeah. at the table. Um I didn't get a say. So that's kind of as far as like where I, my engagement with those kinds of things are. I'm not like wrapped up in the existence of nothing before something. And, but like I said, dude, if you look at like, if you look at the way that at least our ability to measure, um, the gravitational and, sort of acceleration of celestial bodies it, it seems to point to an event i i don't really buy it but okay sure <laughs> yeah i don't have an alternative theory i mean you could uh, be like you could just be like i'm gonna wait till more facts are in and i respect I, that i do I'm respect until that. more facts i'm waiting for more facts or less maybe um all right. Do you do you change your own oil? No. No. Have you ever changed it? Have I had someone change it? No. No. I mean, like, have you ever changed it yourself? No, I don't do it. Yeah, I haven't done it either. I've Seems only, been, like a car, not worth I've only it. been a car owner for like two years, for a year and a half. So remember, you that. didn't have any cars before that. That was your first car. I never had a car in my name before this. I had access to using a car, uh, but it wasn't your responsibility to occasionally take care of it. the the Camry. But it was not my responsibility to do any of that shit. This is the first car mm. that I've had full responsibility over, and uh, no, I outsource that. Yeah, I do too. I got my oil changed today. First time in the new car. Um, How many miles? Did you go five or did you go three and a half, three? 
I did s- about seven. Whoa, chef. Oh. That's against no. the conventional wisdom, my friend. Uh, no, not really. Not with synthetic oil. Oh, okay. Was it synthetic it goes, when you bought it? Yeah, most new cars use oh. only synthetic oil. Oh. And then the car the car actually has like an oil life gauge. Like it Chef. tells like it tells it tells you where your oil's at. So I was at like I was down to like ten percent, so I went and got it changed. It's eight PM. Do you know where your oil's at? In my car. This is an eight percent beer. It's basically like drinking two beers. Yeah, kinda. But you're not as full. It's delicious, dude. I wish I had uh, some then I I went I got my oil change you know and they're like it's like a like a jiffy it wasn't jiffy it was like a valvoline instant oil change place whatever same thing um they don't have you get out of your car anymore which is kind of which I'm fine with that's kind of nice you're just sitting in your car while they do it but then like the guy just like wa- like the guy was done but he just like walked off for like ten or fifteen minutes and like didn't tell me he was done so I didn't know if they were like if they were done or not or if they had to do something else and then one guy was just like. Then a guy just came over and was like, "Oh hey, uh, I guess get the, the other fuck out of here." The other guy just wandered off. I don't know, man. You're done. And I was like, "All right, thanks, bye." The man was on his break. He's working. Man. I guess he could have like just he could have closed my hood and said, "You're done," and then went on his break. But whatever, I got it done. Synthetic oil changes are kind of expensive, but I think it's important to shoulder the things that we can shoulder in silence sometimes. Mm, yeah i agree with that actually shoulder the burdens for other people who cannot yeah i agree with that i'm glad you got your oil changed though it's a fun it's a it's a fun feeling it's like i took care of something that's important to me something of value Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm taking decent care of the subaru it's winter so i keep like driving into like snow drifts like when i'm parking and then it's like more of a wall of ice than a snow drift and it like you know dents up like the quarter panels and it's so irritating but I don't know. It's a Subaru. It's like not supposed to be pristine. I really stand by my feelings about that. I still need to get my bumper fixed. So yeah. it's happened to you too. Yeah. Like you Well, just, like you, I told you, like somebody backed into me. Yeah, someone backed into you. But I'm just saying, like, it's like, I don't know. It's a I mean, I want to get it. I, w- I want to get it fixed, but um, I'm sure I'm going to need like a whole new bumper. And see the thing that happened to the front of my car is the whole it's the whole thing. Yeah, it's not I mean, just you're a quarter panel. It's a you're whole have thing. To get the, you're gonna have to get the whole bumper. I don't so remember. I think what, I'm just gonna not do it. I'm gonna take it to up to Evanston where I can get some room to stretch out without being run over by my neighbor. I'm gonna pop the thing off and pop it back on. No, mine's like mine's like too. irreparably damaged. Um, oh, okay. It's and it's like it's fine. Like it's just cosmetic, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna need like a whole new bumper, and I don't know what the deductible is on my insurance. Yeah, and I'm not gonna do that until I start getting an income again. So, I have a not, question for just you. Just not, just not worried about it right now. Are you interested in your car's resale value, or are you just gonna drive it until it doesn't drive anymore? Because the Subaru for me is a car I'm just probably gonna drive until I can't drive it anymore. To answer your question. Um, I drove a Ford Focus for 16 years. That's awesome. You're cool. See, I think that's cool. <laughs> See, that it just takes a load off your shoulders. You know, part of that part of that is um, was necessity. Like I couldn't afford a new car. Yeah, but that's kind of my 
that's kind of my my view on the on the new Honda Fit. I'm gonna buy a new car, and I'm gonna drive it for. It's a great car. T- ten years at least. Ten years, hundred thousand miles. I'm gonna It'll drive be, the Subaru well, for a hundred thousand miles, and then maybe we'll reevaluate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, I bought mine in December 2019. No, 2020. December 2020. Here we are ha- at the beginning of February 2022. So, 14 months, and it's got 7,000 miles on it. So, that's gonna go up though, because I'm gonna be driving it a lot more to get to work and stuff. Because I'm about mm-hmm. to drive to like Houston and Dallas and shit. Mm-hmm. You're gonna need some good mixtapes. Yeah, that's true. Are you on the Spotify mixtapes? Are you doing that? Are you listening to the Spotify? I li- I do Spotify, but I'm not really on the mixtapes. I've been listening to like Spotify's like pre what it mixes. I've been kind of enjoying that lately. You'll be surprised about like how many genres they've been able to dive into. You know, not just like one ambient genre, but like 10 or 15 different mixes for just ambient, different kinds of ambient. And anyway, kind of interesting. I'll look into it. I'm going to have to. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's see. I only, I only have a few more, I think. Cool. Oh, what would you do with the Facebook money? 400 bucks? 400 bucks. What would you do? You get it tomorrow. Tomorrow. And uh for And listeners, I have to spend it on something fun cuz I might just like pay off a debt like a credit card or something, you know. Uh, no, let's say it's something fun. You have to spend it on something Maybe fun. I get it on another lap steel. Ooh, you know? that would be good. Yeah. I want another I got lap tomorrow, steel that I, I can keep tuned in in open D. Um I have to think about that. Uh but yeah, maybe Maybe lap steel. That's um, nice. That would be up there for me too, actually. I mean, I you've got some some new money coming in. I just learned today that I'm actually gonna probably get my bonus. Well, I don't know, but the company did good last year, and I have uh, a short term incentive pay. I think is what it's called, which basically is like I get a percentage of my salary again if the company approves it. So the board will nice. vote in a few weeks, and then we'll get paid about a week after that if they vote yes. And they were talking in the all company kickoff conference that like they're really into like increasing retention this year. They want to like hold on to people. And I'm like, well, you can't do that without paying us more. Like yeah. that's just a fact. That's the like, way. People that's, are leaving that's the way that in droves it. and we don't want to be too upset by that because you lose business when like your people are coming and going and shit like that. Like I just, I've been, <laughs> I've been working on this relationship with this tech at work. Um, he does... Um, migrations cloud migrations we don't need to go into the details but don't want to uh uh, we've been building this relationship and learning each other's sort of communication style he just got promoted like a week ago and then i just got told today (laughs) that he's fucking put in his two weeks it's like damn you couldn't pay him a little bit more keep him anyway so there you have it um I hope that I get this bonus and yeah, four hundred dollars might be a might buy a little lap steal. Honestly, I might get four hundred dollars in my taxes, so maybe this is like a real question. Oh. But that face money ain't like, never gonna happen. 
Yeah. For listeners that don't know, the Facebook money is related to a lawsuit against Facebook, which violated, uh, what was it, facial recognition technology? It was like some Patriot Act shit. I don't know. Exactly. Like, there was like, like Illinois, like specifically in Illinois, there's some like laws about like facial recognition mm-hmm. technology and Facebook violated those laws. So there was a lawsuit. And if you lived in Illinois during a certain period and you had a Facebook account, you're entitled to money. So Brooks and I and other people that we know are entitled to some Facebook money that was supposed to be here, I think, well over a year ago. We had plans to that money, but those plans have changed, you know? Yeah, so life ch- but life changes you. I would be I'm I'm really really would love to see the Facebook money one day, but um I'm not really counting on it. I got money off a PlayStation lawsuit. Um Tell me about that. How much money did you get and what was it for? Uh it was about $8. And <laughs> A full eight dollars. Full eight dollars, and what it was was uh, <laughs> sorry, that's the obligatory Mel Brooks I think, response. Uh, uh, I think it was for PlayStation Three that they like mm-hmm. advertised it that you could run other operating systems on it, uh-huh. uh, other than like the native Sony one at, initially, but then you really couldn't. So Seems it was so like complicated. It was just so it was just like they just it was just a lawsuit about false advertising. Like, oh, we bought this PlayStation because you said that we could run other operating systems on it, but we can't. I wonder how they so, how they put a monetary figure on that, you know? What so, I mean? you put I don't know. Okay. Uh apparently it was $8. But so you could just go you could like just go to the law, the, the the class action lawsuit website and be like, "Yeah, I bought a PlayStation thinking that I could rather run another operating system on it. I attest to this." Mm-hmm. So I did that, even though that was not true at all. Um, You're gonna run Linux on your yeah, shit, and then uh, so I got eight dollars from it. So it was pretty cool. Um, That's so funny. I got I got eight dollars by lying. Uh, but Sony can afford it, so I don't really care. Cool, man. Um. Okay. Did OJ do it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree. He definitely did. But, what do you mean, if, but? He, if, if he didn't, who would it have, who who would it be if he didn't? Let's say he oh, was. Who would it be? Yeah. Like maybe he paid someone to do it. But like this man is not, his hands are not clean. What was his friend's name? AJ? Um, I was, that's what I was trying to think. AB? AD? Al. 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 I, I know it was Al, Al something. Um, um. Yeah. A B. What was AB? the guy's name? Yeah, he he would have. You know who it is. He, he would have been paid by OJ to do it, right? Like, there's no, there's no doubt this man is involved. A A C A C. Al Cowlings. Yeah. Cowlings. Yeah. That's, that's what my I was belief. Say. By the way, that was that's Al? what I was gonna. I, I would say yeah. It was no, de- no it would disrespect be, to you. It would definitely be Al. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think OJ did it though. Oh yeah, for sure. Just, you know, like a little hypothetical in your mind, you know. Because there's people out there who don't think he did it. I wish them Not, the best. Yeah, I mean, I'm delusional about a lot of stuff. What too, can you but, say, right? But not about that. Um, damn, he played for a lot of different teams. He did, yeah. Al Cowlings. 
Not OJ. Oh. OJ only played oh. for like two or like two or three, I think. Oh, okay. Well, shows that I know. I thought he played for like five. Uh, well, let's. Not just two Bills and Forty ers Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? I think the Rams are going to win, but I want the Bengals to win. Everybody wants the Bengals to win. I feel like. I yeah, mean, the fucking Rams moved to L.A. That's no, but the Rams don't have any fans. They're, they don't. They don't. They're not. There's no real fan base for the Rams. They are so um, fucked. That was such a stupid decision. They really fucked their fan. But they, I mean, they like whatever. I don't care anymore. Joe Burrow's I feel, just. I, cool, I feel bad. So. Yeah, yeah. He seems like a cool. He seems like kind of like a poster. He's got yeah, posts. no, he he no, he posts. He's had some good posts. That's cool. I'm down um, for a poster quarterback to win the Super Bowl. I retweeted one a while back that was really good. Oh, it was, uh, it was, he he, po- and this is like you know years old, but he posted Pootie Tang is an all time great film. <laughs> you know, I've never seen Pootie Tang. <laughs> it's an all time great film. Um, That's what I'm hearing. It's, uh, I it's really not like it's it's really really uneven, but it's definitely worth watching. Um, just don't get canceled for watching it, you know, because Louis because like Louis C.K. directed it. <gasps> really? Yeah, don't tell anybody that though. Is that like a secret? No, I mean people 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 probably don't realize it, but it's like yeah. a lesser known fact. It's a lesser known fact, bro. Now I have to watch it because it's, it's like now it's forbidden. It is. It's forbidden film. You know who else is kind of a good director? Woody Allen. But don't tell anybody. Uh, don't tell anybody this. I don't think I've ever seen a Woody Allen movie. Oh really? Um, you've never seen. Not Let me think of the name of a one of them. Manhattan. Anyway, nope. Annie Hall. Nope. He did a movie called Blue Jasmine. I want to say didn't, recently. It was really good. That. It was. Uh, it was Kate. Blanchett. Blanchett. She was amazing. She was married to Alec Baldwin, who turned out to be one of these like Bernie Madoff people. Mm. And she didn't realize it. <laughs> He's just a big scammer. And then lost everything, right? Because everybody mm. goes down in that situation. And she had to move in with her like poor, relatively you know, working class compared to, you know, billionaire, obviously. Working class, like sister and um and her husband or her part her boyfriend um who's played by Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, sick actually. I You should that see casting. this film, dude. Um Blue Jasmine and the the Bro, you should see this film one second. Here's who's in it. Kate Blanchett, Sally Hawkins plays the sister, Alec Baldwin, Peter Sarsgaard, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, you fuck me. Louis C.K.'s in that one, too. <laughs> oh, no. You just like no, all the Louis C.K. Like stuff. Out. They just like hanging out together. You like all the Louis C.K. Bob, stuff, Bobby dude. Cannavale plays a guy named Chili. He's actually a good guy. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I know who Bobby Cannavale is. So there's Andrew Dice Clay, Louis C.K., Bobby Cannavale. These are some of the people, the courtiers. Um, is that the right word? People courting? Sure. Alec Baldwin. Anyhow, um, and and because so it's funny, like Kate Blanchett um is trying to like 
basically scam her way back into like um the privileged class even though she has like nothing and like no experience you know what i mean like she's just been like an accessory to a crime housewife basically for like ever so then she like mm-hmm. lies so she's kind of also like a lying like um manipula- uh a machiavellian type basically say anything narcissist you should see it it's really 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 well done the acting is so good um and obviously the cast is fantastic that's the that's the it's that's the bummer cast. thing about Woody Allen. Like if he just if his movie sucked ass, nobody would give a shit. Like he's a fucking shitty dude, but like he actually creates art and it's like a bummer that he just like is a pedophile or whatever. Yeah. What they say about him. What people say. Mhm. Mhm. It is a bummer though. And I I really can't watch his shit anymore. It, it's, it's it, that's true. But you should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll think about it so we're at like uh do you have any other questions we're at like 75 minutes i have um do you want to do a I rapid have... fire lightning round oh no i don't have that many i i really it's... just have one more lightning round oh okay go for it i really just have one more and it's um it's a heavy one but also <laughs> but also but also you know tongue-in-cheek um, what's wrong with us? You and me? <laughs> yeah. All of us? Any what's theories? wrong with us? Um. Childhood traumas. Um, <laughs> I think just too much free time. I think that's the major natures. problem that's wrong with us. Uh, yeah, too much free time is definitely a big too much problem. free time is probably the most thing that's wrong with us. Uh, the other thing that's wrong with us is that uh, fell in with the wrong crowd. Um, Jeremy and Adam. <laughs> um, uh, I mean. I, I think in the grand scheme of things, there's actually not that much wrong with us. I think we're actually doing pretty good compared to some other folks. But definitely too much time. Ooh. Definitely fell in with the wrong crowd. And um, that's it. All right. Question answered. Uh, Brooke, I, I had a great time uh, answering your questions. Thank you so much for coming on the show and letting me interview you. Um I had a I had a lot of fun. Namaste. Yeah, it was a pleasure writing the questions. Um, that was a great interview. I loved that. I haven't been interviewed in God knows fucking forever. Yeah, I mean, I really loved being interviewed last time. It was it was it's it's fun, right? It is fun. Yeah, I didn't feel uh, like you were out to get me or anything. I felt like well, it was I very wa- fair. well, I, I wasn't out to get you. So. Very fair. We could do that next time, though. We could do like an out to get us. We could do we could what? do an out to get you <laughs> instead of like what's wrong with us. What the what's wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> that would, on, that should be on, the opener. On 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 May sixteenth, twenty eighteen, you said that you didn't like. Uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna pick something. I'm Beyonce. Gonna, I'm gonna, you said you didn't like Beyonce, and f- what the fuck were you talking about? What are you talking about? What were you um, thinking? So here's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was I haven't I haven't edited uh, 
yours yet. I was thinking of editing them both and getting them uploaded at the same time. A twofer. I was thinking I was thinking the same thing, like Pokemon Red and Blue. Pokemon Red and Blue, yeah. And uh for your episode I was thinking of doing Let's see if I have some music. Fuck me, come on. Bagels? No. I was thinking of getting someone who covered Derek Harriet Loser. It's not a personal. I'm not saying you're a loser. It's just the song that was kicking around in my head. It's a good song. Okay. I might not. I might give you something better than that if you think that's offensive. And for me, I was thinking of doing the series. The, the, uh,